You're listening to A Little Too Quiet, the Ferndale Library podcast, brought to you by the friends of the Ferndale Library. And my name is Jeff Milo, and we are taking a break from our sort of usual routine that we've been doing here in the winter, where we've been talking to a lot of local authors who have books coming out in the year 2021. But we have a librarian coming up to the microphone. Susan Paley is going to be here on our reference staff. She develops the mystery collection here, and she's going to be bringing five recommendations to the table, and we're going to be talking about all the nuances of that genre and why it's so fun to read and how it can be scary, sure, but it can also be cozy, but it can also challenge your brain. It's like solving a puzzle. We're talking about the mystery genre on today's podcast. Susan, what is your first book you want to talk about? Is it a mystery? Yes, they're all mysteries. Great. You are the developer of the collection of the mystery genre. So we're happy to have you on this podcast. Excited to talk about new books. What is going on? What's first? Well, the first one is called Pretty Little Wife. It's by Darby Kane. Okay. And she's a screenwriter who just started writing mystery novels. And it was just published at the end of December. So just at the very end of 2020. And it got a lot of buzz. I saw it a lot of places in reviews and in some popular magazines. And I just thought, oh, this is interesting because it's kind of like a like a murder mystery show or something you'd see on TV. And Great. It made sense when I realized she's a screenwriter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's and, probably got a fast pace, I bet. Yes, very fast pace, very unusual plot. It's about a couple who the wife is a former defense lawyer, uh-huh. and then her husband is a teacher. And she discovers that he has some very dark secrets, and then he goes missing. Oh, no. But this is the twist. She becomes confused because she was the last person to see him. Uh-huh. But the reason that she was the last person to see him is that, and you know this from page one and the back of the cover, so I'm not giving it Not a spoiler. Um, the reason that you that she knows that she was the last person to see him, she was actually the one who murdered him, and she left his body at the crime scene. Oh, my gosh. But then, I know, right? And like I said, I'm not giving anything away. That's page one. Because it was on the back of the book and on page one. <laughs> So the question is, where did the body go? Uh-huh. Because she was the last person to see it, mm-hmm. and then it was missing. So where did the body go? And then who else knows? Because someone is sending her menacing notes. Uh huh. And the reader doesn't know any of this until they go along in the story. So the reader is following right along with the clues, and it just it had so many positive reviews. I thought, wow, this is going to be one where because it's cold and. We can't really go outside and do things as much as we used to. People are going to be really, really into figuring out what is going on. Yeah. Just when I was about to ask you, gee whiz, are mysteries starting to lose their edge? You bring that one, which just sounds absolutely edgy. Right. And I would say it's for fans of Big Little Lies and The Golden Cage, which is, uh, it's not a mystery exactly, but it has mystery elements and it's a thriller that's... And it's set in Scandinavia, so it's kind of a, that one is kind of a Scandinavian noir. Sure. Or The Red Lotus, which mm. is by Chris Bojelian. And that was just new last spring, I believe. And that one actually is also really good. It has mystery elements, but not actually a full-on mystery for my section. So this one by the screenwriter with the former, was it defense, defense attorney? Yes, Who? the wife was a former defense attorney, and then her husband is a teacher. 
or was a teacher before she killed him. What was the title again? It's called Pretty Little Wife by Darby Kane. Great. And Darby Kane, I found out, is a pseudonym. So maybe she's still out there somewhere as a screenwriter and we just don't know exactly. You know, maybe we're watching TV that she's written for and we don't know. That's awesome. What's your next book? The next one is called The Well of Ice. It's by Andrea Carter. Okay. And it's also brand new. I just ordered it a couple weeks ago. And it is set in modern Ireland, which is the first book that I've ever read set in in modern Ireland. And modern Ireland meaning Ireland in 2020, 2021. Mm-hmm. And the protagonist is the town's only lawyer. That This is one where it's this little tiny village in Ireland called Glendara. Mm-hmm. And they have one of everything. There's only one, one lawyer one police chief one pub one bookstore what you know, just one of everything because the village is so tiny and the lawyer her name she actually changes her name because she's trying to escape a big secret that she's hiding and she goes by the name benedicta so they call her ben so she's like i said the only lawyer in this town and she ends up in the middle of two tragedies because and the, like i said i'm not giving anything away i I had to really think about how I was going to talk about mysteries without giving anything away because I wouldn't (laughs) want to do that. But it's on the back of the cover that you know that the only pub in the town burns down. Okay. They don't know who did it. And then the last person seen at the pub before it burned down is also missing. So the lawyer gets involved in these two cases because the town is really small and she knows everyone, even though she's only been there a few months. It's small enough that she just, she felt like she fit in really well when she moved in. Mm -hmm. So... The heroine is smart. The story has lots of twists. I didn't guess at all. It has a shock ending. Mm-hmm. And I really, I think that's an important thing about mysteries. They're about a puzzle. Yeah. But they're also about the sense of guessing or not guessing at all the, the plot or the, the end. Right, because you kind of get into the shoes of the protagonist and you're kind of figuring it all out right alongside them. You're almost in their head. You're not in their shoes. You're in their head. Right, exactly. And then this one, it was unusual because it was set in Ireland. So that was a different element to to get in your head too. the way that the sort of the pace of the book was a little different. And it was just really a good one. And the heroine was really smart. It it almost seemed like a cozy, but then it started to get more more meat into the plot. So then it became more a thriller. But it was still really had a lot of it had a lot of elements of mystery because it's just every time there was like you thought, oh, well, this is how it's going to go or this is the person who did it. It was like, yeah. no, that's not right. Right. And there's always something that disproved a clue when you thought it was the right clue. And then you could think about something else. So it was really good. That sounds cool. That sounds if I'm not being presumptive, like half of the book could appeal to some of the cozy mystery fans, maybe the Louise Penny fans. But then the other half appeals to like Gillian Flynn Gone Girl fans. Yes. Like, uh, and what was that one called again? That one is The Well of Ice by Andrea Carter. Excellent. And what is, uh, what's the next one? These are all great picks so far. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I really, I have a good time discovering which ones I want to talk about when yeah. we do this. The third one is Fortune Favors the Dead by Stephen Spotswood. Nice. And that was new just this fall, end of October. And this one This is really interesting because it has elements of noir and it's funny. And Tana French was a reviewer for it. And Tana French is also another thriller mystery writer. And she said in her review, razor sharp style, tons of flair, snappy sense of humor, and 
all the most satisfying elements of a really good noir novel. I like that. So I was like, oh, that sounds really good. Usually people think mystery and they might think that it's predominantly uh, dread, murder, violence. It's good to hear humor coming in. Yes. I think, too, because it's set... This is one where it's set in the past. Mm -hmm. So maybe the... The style of the crime is a little different. It's not quite as gory, really unusual, mm-hmm. scary, dark crime. Mm-hmm. More for the Turner Classic movie fans. A little, a little less gory. Right. Yes. Uh, so this is a good one if somebody doesn't want to read about really intense murder or really intense, intensely described procedurals necessarily. Mm-hmm. So this one is actually a female detective duo, Willow Jean, who's known as Will, and then the partner in the firm is Lillian. And turns out that they both are are asked to investigate a case. This family, someone goes missing. And uh-huh. they, the, it's kind of like an Agatha Christie because someone goes missing, but they went missing from a room that was totally locked and nobody could get in. So yeah. how, what happened? How did they... Who, you know, who sneaked in and smuggled someone out? Right. And as it turns out, Will falls for one of the people that they're trying to investigate. And so she somehow accidentally becomes the murderer's next target. Oh, no. And that <laughs> it is kind of where the humor get, comes in because you're sort of playing Clue or sort of thinking about it like an Agatha Christie mystery mm-hmm. where you have to guess, but there's also some funny moments and there's some... Good dialogue, and uh, it was also really good. That's great. That's great. So you brought uh, the first pick was very edgy, almost experimental structure from a screenwriter. And then we have a cozy, sort of cozy one that takes us to Ireland, which is great. And then you've got like a throwback noir. It's a good variety here. Yes. Thank you. I really, I like giving people a chance to discover new things or find something that they really like, but it's a new author or a new style of mystery. Mm Mm-hmm. And also, if you liked Tenet, mm-hmm. uh, Tenet was one that I ordered last year. And it's part of, it's the first in a series. It's by Katrina Enberg. And it's definitely Scandinavian noir. She's from Sweden or Sweden or Norway. Tenant was the title? Tenant is the title. And that's, that's the first uh, one. And then, like, a, like a tenant of an apartment building. Yes. Not, not Tenant, the Christopher Nolan film. Oh, right. That's true. <laughs> that's a good point. Tenant. Yes, Tenet uh, by Katrin Enberg. She also now has The Butterfly House. Oh, yeah. I, I saw that one on our shelves. Yes. That one is just new, just within the last couple of weeks. I just ordered that one. And that one, I would say, because it's Scandinavian noir, sometimes that's a little more gory and, and deep. And, you know, it's very cold and dark. and That's sort of... um. Uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo sort of a vibe. Exactly. That's exactly what I wrote in my notes about it when I was reading it. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, or there's another uh, mystery writer from Iceland who writes in a similar style too. So I would say either Tenet or Butterfly House for definitely very deep Nordic noir. Nordic noir. Yes. Tongue twister. Love it. And then the last one that I wrote about in my notes, Every Waking Hour by Joanna Schaffhausen. And that one is a story about a Boston detective and an FBI agent who team up when a 12-year-old goes missing. So that one 
is if you are a mystery reader and you like Jodi, also um, sometimes she has mysteries within her stories, Jodi Picot, mm-hmm. or um, anything where there would be a sense of trying to find someone who's been missing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of cold case mysteries. Mm-hmm. This one has lots of emotion, tension, and very surprising plot twist. So hopefully I've given people a, a range of mysteries to discover. And oh, yeah. Think about. That sounds great. I mean, wintertime is the best time for cozy, cozy mysteries when you think about it. Yes. It's uh, all about figuring out the puzzle. And then it's a good excuse to stay in your house and just sit and try and figure things out. Yeah. And I wonder before I let you go, I, I feel like when when we're ordering fiction books, I think that could very easily become sort of picking out who is extremely, uh, you know, popular. Oh, Stephen King. Okay, James Patterson. They've got something new. Of course, we're going to order it. But I feel like with mystery, you get to have a little more fun and maybe find authors who are off the beaten path. When you're looking at the book descriptions, you must, it must be really fun to just find something that really sounds enticing and twisty. Yes, I really like that. And it does take, it actually does take some, some digging and some detective work because Sometimes what looks like a mystery could be a, a thriller that might end up in fiction, or sometimes it's a mystery because there's a an element of detective work or police procedurals, or in this one, missing missing children or, or missing cold missing people, cold cases, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I really do like discovering the nuance between what's a regular thriller and what's a mystery, and those elements, like I keep saying, it's about the puzzle and it's about assembling the clues mm-hmm. and coming to a conclusion. And the best part is there's lots of ways to go about that. Sometimes you do guess, you know, mm-hmm. you're reading and you're on chapter 11 of 15 and you're like, oh, well, this is going to be like a clue mystery. You know, the the librarian in the library with the <laughs> candlestick or something. Right. You know, so you might guess that, but then there's other ones where you have no idea and you're completely surprised at the end. Right. You know, I never thought of that or wow, that's really an interesting way to end the chapter. Or, yeah. You know, I like mystery the- uh, because there's a challenge there. Um, and again, I'm not trying to talk down to some of the fiction thriller series where, you know, you have a very established author who is maybe they write books around a character. We see those single single characters carrying through and. By the time you've written book number 21 about that single character, it's almost less about the mystery. You're bringing these books that are about the exciting mystery, uh, not about just following, you know, that 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 same character through the thriller. Again, I'm not talking down to that, but I do love that it challenges the reader. And also, you know, if let's say uh, horror novels are too scary for you, mystery is right there in the middle. It's that perfect bowl of porridge. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. That's, and it's a good point, too, that. If you don't want to read a really scary thriller, you still have some elements of right. of each of that in here. And it's just, it's good. I I'll, Another thing that I read somewhere, was, it's just really good for your brain to have lots of elements to put together. And although there are really good, there are really good series out there that are mystery series with one character, this maybe will help people if they, because we all have a lot of extra time staying home these days, maybe they read all 21 of, mm-hmm. for example, the, the Kara Black series about Amy LeDuc, the detective who lives in Paris. Um, maybe they read all 21 of those. Mm-hmm. But if they're looking for a break in the series, they can choose something that's a standalone. Yeah. That's great. And you can choose it all from our collection. Go to the online catalog and place a hold and we'll have it ready for curbside pickup. Thanks for joining me, Susan. You're welcome. I'm glad I was here.
was Susan Paley Reference Librarian. This week actually marks the 10th anniversary of her joining the team here at Ferndale. We've been so happy to have her, and she's been doing a great job of developing the Mystery Collection, and she brought a lot of great recommendations to the table. We will have links in the show notes to all of those titles. Pretty Little Wife by Darby Kane, Well of Ice by Andrea Carter, Fortune Favors the Dead by Stephen Spotswood, and then we had a couple of recommendations for the author Katrina Enberg, particularly her newest release, Butterfly House, and then we had the book Every Waking Hour by Joanna Schaffhausen. Those links will be in the show notes. If you want to stay up to date on all the new books, you can just visit ferndalepubliclibrary.org, and when you click Search Catalog, all of the new books will be sort of rolling by in a cascade of covers. You just click one and open it up. But if you want to find the links to these books, if you're a mystery fan, we'll have them in the show notes on the Ferndale Library's podcast website. And the name of that podcast, which you know is a little too quiet, we always appreciate you listening to this. It is brought to you by the Friends of the Ferndale Library. You can rate, review, subscribe, or tell a friend, or you can visit ferndalefriends.org for more information on how to support. My name is Jeff Milo, and for all the mystery fans out there, we hope these recommendations keep you guessing. Mm-hmm.